This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the After Show for the Madam Secretary Season 1 finale. finale. We are finally here, guys. It's been a, almost a year now, I think, yeah. since we started this season. But a very but enjoyable it has year. It's been a very enjoyable year, and uh, we know we're coming back for Season 2, so yeah. that is very exciting, something to look forward to. So the name of this episode is There But For The Grace Of God. Mm. And um, before we get started, you can find all of us here at AfterBuzz TV on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash AfterBuzz TV, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Obviously on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook. Yep. Everything. You name it. You can find us there. And uh, please go on our iTunes page and rate and review our show. And we will look at all of your comments and come back with season two with what you guys have said. And we'll shout you guys out. Heck yeah. It'll be very exciting. Um, but so before we get started, I'm Sterling Cates and this is April Wissenhan. Hi. Okay. I'm well, take off that's this little good. thing before I hit it on the table. You guys already know us. You've been with us for 22 episodes. So yes. here we go. 22. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, se- the episode starts with Juliet. Mm-hmm. And we know that she is now in custody. And um, Elizabeth has been asked to lead her interrogation. Mm-hmm. And not going very well for her. And it's her. not going <laughs> as planned. That was a very intense scene right at the top of the episode between Juliet and Madam Secretary. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, clearly. Juliet is in her mind is just messed up right now because she is, you know, neg- or basically saying, I won't ever see my kids again for this cause that I believe so much in. But it's a cause that is, you know, she's gonna go to jail over or potentially, right. you know, they're, they even talk about seeking the death penalty. And she, the way she says, like, I, everything can be pointed back to you, Elizabeth, yeah. just because Elizabeth didn't go to Baghdad. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, she made a decision for her life. That's, it's your fault that you started this coup or kept this coup going. Yeah. So, so she is very, um, aggressive with mm-hmm. Elizabeth in the interrogation. She's not really cooperating. She's not giving much information. And we learned later in the episode, I think it's important to go ahead and say this now, uh, before we get too far into it. So Elizabeth, when she was working for the CIA, mm-hmm. was offered a job to be the station 
um, chief. chief in Baghdad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll talk about this later when we get to Henry, but it was a big thing. She would have to be in Baghdad for a year away mm-hmm. from the family. And that was obviously, that's a huge decision. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to leaving your family for that amount of time. And, um, and also just the dangers of it in general. But we find out later in one of the flashbacks that she didn't take the job right. and it was given to Juliet. So that's kind of where it all starts. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, when we hear Juliet say, you know, that you could be in this chair right now. It's true because if she had gone there then and w- seen what whatever it is Julia had seen right. and all that, then she very well could have been involved in what was ever going on, whatever Ab- was going on. Absolutely. And w- it kind of goes even further than that because Elizabeth is the one who wrote this proposal for the um, non-torture tactics or for the U.S. to change their tactics about what we do with prisoners of war and that sort of thing. And that's why she was even looked at to be the station chief. And then when exactly. she passed it up, that's she passed it up, so therefore, what's her Juliet? I keep, I keep wanting to call her Isabel because thinking of the other girl. Yeah. but that's why she was picked for it, right? And and Juliet says to her that she's like, "Oh, great job signing this deal with Iran. You've made this world a more dangerous place. Now mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want." Blah blah. But so she is very aggressive with her, and so that did not go pla- as well as planned, right? <laughs> at all. And no. um, so she. Ends up just leaving the room with no more information. And throughout the whole episode, we hear from Russell that Juliet isn't cooperating with the investigation. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until the end, we'll go ahead and get Juliet's storyline just mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. But it, it isn't until the end when Elizabeth comes back in with President Dalton and they're just watching the interrogation because it seems that Elizabeth wasn't the best person to interrogate her after all. Right. Um, we learn at the end there, she starts. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder starts cooperating because it was either her life or information. Right. So she decides, you know, to cooperate. And they have to remind her that, you know, George was a friend of hers. Right. Because they're asking about his involvement. And she admits to uh, wiring his car. Messing with the microchip. I mean, yeah. And that's what Elizabeth kind of, that's why I think it was so bad for Elizabeth to be the one to interrogate her because clearly she knows more about her. She's a friend. She has information. But like, she's going to go there whenever she says to, um, to Juliet, like, oh, I was at your daughter's birthday party. You know, she sets, uh, still sets a place for you. And then Juliet's like, I thought you didn't believe in torture. Mm -hmm. You know, Elizabeth wants, Obviously, she wants the answers for the government, but she also wants those answers like, why did you kill our friend? Exactly. Like, why did you do this to people that you cared about and that we both love? Yeah. And it isn't until 
uh, Elizabeth asked the guy to ask uh, Juliet about, you know, remind her that you guys were friends with mm-hmm. George. And that's when she kind of starts opening up and that flashback goes back and you see Munzee and you see Juliet and you see Dalton, uh, Dalton who was then the CIA director uh, with George. Uh, with George comes in at the end and they're all they're all friends and they're mm-hmm. all they have this tight knit group and that was before any of this happened. Right. But um another thing that she admits to is the death of Vincent Marsh. Right. And that this cleared up so many questions that I've yeah. had tonight because you know, we knew that he was involved somehow, but not exactly what. And so I guess we learned that he was full on a part of the coup and then yeah. whenever Russell uh, asked him about his intentions to potentially run for president, that's when... Uh, he backed off. He backed off. From the coup. And he got scared because he's like, this is going to be found out. And then he wanted them to stop the coup. So they decided that he was a threat. Right. And that's why. But I still want to know, like, who was the... Or I guess that it was then that he was talking about whenever Marsh said, so it goes, before he died on the plane. Yeah. Because it just kind of was going to be... Because if he had any involvement in that, first of all, there's no way he could ever become president because that would definitely get out, I Absolutely. feel like. And so, I don't know. So now Juliet is laying it out on the table, kind of what we suspected all along, that mm-hmm. somehow the coup was involved with the death of Marsh. And that's what Elizabeth and Henry and and Isabel were mm-hmm. all investigating before. When all of this happened, they were trying to figure out the exact cause of yeah. of the plane crash. Um, and even in the testimony later that um, Elizabeth gives, she says that, you know, this was an inside job. Mm-hmm. I could only go investigate it with someone I trusted. But mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in just a second. Well, whenever she said, too, though, when Juliet said the reason that they killed George is because they found out that he said or, you know, he recognized the similarities between the Dubai crash and Vincent Marsh's plane crash. And he told Elizabeth he expressed those concerns to her. And then it's just so crazy because she, the first people she went to were Juliet and Isabel. Right. And that is how they, that's how they, they know. Knew. Because yeah, exactly. Of, because they were friends and they were so close. Yeah. And thought that they could be trusted. Well, and, you know, if they're your friend, you would never imagine that they could do something so awful. Exactly. Especially to someone who you consider a best friend. And it's so personal. Like, to mess with the microchip of someone's car, like, you know, that's, I mean, that's like me being like, oh, Sterling. And, I mean, like, how can you? It's terrifying. I guess you're, <laughs> you gotta be, like, messed Go up. Go start my car with caution tonight. <laughs> you have to, I did not tamper with your microchip. You have to be messed up in the mind, though, to kind of, like, be... Like, that's a personal thing. That's not just, like... I I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. But clearly, she's a little off. Right. So, going off this, let's talk about, while we're on that same topic, about... So, when President Dalton was the director of the CIA, Mm -hmm. and he asked Elizabeth, or doesn't really ask her, he pretty much... Is like this is what this I want is you what's to do. happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because he, because she's the only person that he can really trust mm-hmm. with this job. Because she did write this report, he proposed it to the the State Defense Office and mm-hmm. the Secretary of State and all of this, and, and so, to the press and to the president. So mm-hmm. obviously, he believed in what her message was. So she, he wants her to rewrite it, and um, and so she takes this job proposal. Mm-hmm. It's not really a proposal. Right. But to Henry. And this is the first time that we see Henry as not that he's not supportive of it. But really but, he wasn't. But he yeah, but like cuz in every episode that we've had we're like okay, their relationship is too perfect. Mm-hmm. He is so supportive. There isn't anything that's come to the table that he has been like no. Right. And this is in this flashback 
this is something that he was very adamant about not happening just because at this time, Jason was very little. Mm-hmm. Her going away to Baghdad, he, you know, whatever could happen, he would never maybe even remember her. Right. This would be very hard on Stevie and Allison. And he says, you know, when you come back, I don't know if things will be the same. Whenever he first said that, I was kind of like, ooh, way too harsh. Because, yeah. you know, they're having the conversation in the kitchen where he says, I don't want to talk about this. And she's like, okay, so let's just go ahead and skip to silent resentment. And I was thinking, I'm like, this is going to turn out terrible. Terribly, because she clearly wanted the job, and he so was like, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And, I mean, I want to know, like, how they ultimately decided. I mean, obviously, she decided to just go with him, but I want to know kind of, like, what really changed her mind. Well, I think that second it. conversation they had um, in the kitchen mm-hmm. where um, he pretty much just laid it all out on the table and mm-hmm. said... You know, you're more than welcome. This, if this is something you want to do, you got to do that. But I can't guarantee that things will be the same when you get here, especially with the kids and with me. And 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 he even says, I don't think she necessarily wanted to take the job. I think mm-hmm. that she felt obligated to, yeah. in a way, just because Dalton had entrusted her with this huge role, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really trust anyone else, and he didn't really trust anyone right. else to get it done, so I feel like she thought it was her duty. Well, and because it's a power, a powerful position. Like, she yeah. really does, you can tell she's in such, like, still a state of shock from 9-11 happening, and she really does want to make a big difference and change how things are going, so, and that's the way that she feels she can do it the best at the time. So, it's, I, I definitely think she felt obligated because he pretty much was like, you are the You're one that this. I need for this position. Right. But it also, I felt like she did kind of want to do it because it was the biggest way for her to make a difference at the time. Right. But Henry said it best whenever he was, he was like, just because you go over there, it doesn't mean that it's going to take 9-11 away. And right. it's okay that people are healing from this. At this point, it had been four years from it. She's like, everyone's forgetting already. But it's not forgetting. It's just, healing. you know, you do uh, yeah. have to ultimately move on and move past and figure out how to make it better. Yeah. And I think they were just not on the same page of what would make it better at that time. Right. Which made their relationship seem even more real to me because this whole season, it's like, okay, this does not exist. This perfect, you know, and so it's nice to see a little backstory there because in the end, she does not take the job and, and Juliet takes about it, it instead. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that that's when they decide to move to the farm and she wants to be with the family, which I think, you know, in the long run is the best decision Mm -hmm. and that's part of the reason Dalton asked her later on to be Secretary of State so um, so it all kind of worked out in that regard and I think that made her and Henry's relationship even stronger I do too and um, you have to have some tumbleweeds blowing through perfectness (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and one of my favorite things that he said which we revisit later is he said when everything seems to lack integrity you have to find it in yourself and then he said we can change the world right from where we're standing I know. I was like, I'm going to quote Henry in like all of my things that I ever write, you know, like Henry <laughs> from Madam Secretary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that pretty much wraps up that storyline mm-hmm. with her not taking the job. And that's kind of how, what gets ultimately like kind of indirectly gets Juliet into the position that she is now, right. because that would have never really happened if Elizabeth had taken that job and instead she, of her. Right. And she knew she was the second choice and yeah. she, I mean, Very she knew what so. she was getting into, yeah. I guess. So. Still, even if I'm sure, of course, going to Baghdad and completely changing her life is going to majorly affect her in ways that we can never understand. But at the same time, it's like, 
still did this majorly illegal thing and killed a bunch of people just because you felt what they believed was wrong. So you you should probably still go to jail. <laughs> yeah, there there wasn't much in the testimony that Juliet that Juliet gave. Um, there wasn't much information about the intention that was there. Well, the intention was to overthrow the entire. Uh, Iranian government. Yeah. Well, they just kept saying, like, it's, of, she was affected by what she saw over there and all of this oh, stuff. Right. You know what I mean? But it was never, like, very specific about what exactly that was. I mean, I could only imagine. You know what I mean? Course. But I would have liked to hear that mm-hmm. as opposed to just, like, all the things they did because it, of it. You it would have I mean? made her seem a little more uh, humane. Right. Which, you know, you want, you would hope that someone that Elizabeth was so close with, like, isn't completely this terrible person. And I'm sure she's not. Like, she, you can tell she fully believed in her convictions, but they were just not the right ones. A little off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, jump on into this um, whole Senator Carruthers storyline. So Mm -hmm. this is a guy who has full intentions of running for president and mm-hmm. is really just using this whole thing as a way to uh, grandstand mm-hmm. and make a point and make himself public and right. known. And and um, so he is launching this not well, investigation, really, mm-hmm. accusing the administration of corruption and um, involvement in the coup and right. everything that's happening. Basically, yeah, he gives uh, Madam Secretary a subpoena to appear before the Supreme Court, I think. I, I forgot. No, who. so it's not even the, it's like a, it's like a panel of senators. But it's, it's called something. Yeah. Oh, geez. I forget what it's called. I'll think of it in a minute. But yeah. anyway, she has to um, appear before them and basically right. they just ask her questions about the coup. So it's not anything that, you know, they say later whenever it's, it's not in a court of law. Right. It's, it's not just asking law. for her testimony. But it, And it is still like, you definitely cannot lie. That is still illegal to lie. It's treason, technically. But, um... Yeah, so basically just to explain everything about the coup, because they think it goes farther than they've been told. And of course it does go farther than they've been told, but not everyone is privy or should be privy to that kind of information that's so sensitive. So like Mike B. said, is that... um They uh, they must have something on her Mm -hmm. in order to to serve her with the subpoena because, you know, they wouldn't just do that if they didn't have any information. Right. But they're not coming, they're not forthcoming with what they have. Mm -hmm. They just say, you've been served, you need to testify. And then I think what they're trying to do is just embarrass her publicly Mm -hmm. when they get there. Well, Um, because Senator Carruthers is known to disagree with literally everything her administration puts forth. Yeah. So it's kind of just him, just like you said, grandstanding and trying to make a name and saying... Oh, I want, he wants to make his beliefs well known. Like you think this, and you're in office now. Well, I think this, and this is what I'll do different. Which is kind of how it goes typically. But he's just—I mean, he can't outsmart and sick, of course. <laughs> and um, and Mike Beaver is, is suggesting that she needs a lawyer. She needs to get someone who can defend her. But of course, she doesn't want one because it looks like you need one when you have one. Mm-hmm. And she thinks, you know, she doesn't think that there's anything to hide at this point. And that's when Russell comes in 
with Mike B, which that was a very funny exchange between I know, I the two of them, just because they were just complimenting each other back and forth. And she was like, um, hello, do you, do you <laughs> I've need never, a room? Or that's the first like really nice comment, like funny, jovial comment I've heard Russell make. I kind of liked it. Yeah. They were both very nice and they had a lot of like short exchanges. They were bromancing pretty they, much. They were for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, but he comes in and says that, um, the president wants, Madam Secretary to invoke her executive privilege, mm-hmm. and which would mean that she doesn't need to stand before the committee. Right, and um, and she sees this as taking the easy way out. But at the end of it, she is Dalton says you're taking she's it. She's like, all right, well, it looks like I'm going to take the executive privilege, <laughs> and um, so it seems like that's all taken care of. But it isn't until after when they're back at home and Henry is served with papers Mm -hmm. that he has to testify. And that's when it all comes out that they have this, this information that Elizabeth had shared confidential classified information with Henry and that she could potentially be charged for violating the espionage act. Right. And this information was about the plane crash that right. Lisa March was in because she thought once it all came in out Dubai. that it was yeah. an in, that it was an inside job mm-hmm. that it was going to be that it was declassified but it wasn't. So she did share that information with him. But obviously she had good reason to at the time because he he was an involvement. I mean technically he wasn't involved enough to know that information but he was involved in some sort of aspect yeah. at the same time. Yeah, so so he is you know, he basically, he doesn't have executive privilege, so he has right. to do it. He doesn't mm-hmm. really have an option there. And we see in this, in the scene when they're in, um, their bedroom mm-hmm. that, um, Henry doesn't want her to take the fall for this by mm-hmm. any means. And, you know, he's just always Mr. Ethical. So it was really interesting to me to hear him say that, you know, he doesn't have any obligation to this because it just lacks integrity overall. And, well, the whole time he was saying that, I'm kind of like, thank you. Because, I mean, obviously it's illegal to lie. but I'm down to their level, though, is what he's saying. And I also just think, I'm like... Prove it. Like, prove, unless there's a recorded conversation, prove that your wife told you about a plane crash. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know what they have, though. They might have a recorded conversation. Yeah. Like, with Juliet, maybe was recording something, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you you really don't know what they could have. True. So, if he goes in there and lies in front of the, in front of this committee, and then they're like, oh, let me play this tape of it happening. And well, that then, would have And then what would you do? You know what I mean? So uh, obviously. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I completely uh, forgot that. Happened. That's what she has said. <laughs> I wasn't even listening. That's so strange. Um, so yeah, so it seems like, you know, there is definitely something there that mm-hmm. could, they could just pull out of their back pocket. Right. And, um, that they're not, sharing obviously because they that would defeat the purpose and they still never explained how they i mean i guess they didn't need to explain it but i kind of wanted to know how they even slightly got information about yeah like who would have given that to them yeah and when russell comes over to her house and says you know i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow when henry goes in front of the committee um but just so you know we're trying to run for a second term here and i would my job is to separate the president from this and so we can't protect you mm-hmm. if this goes badly right 
And um, I mean, because violating the Espionage Act is something huge. It's and not the just president like that. of the United States can't be associated with that, exactly. of course. But you know, that is when she's kind of like, "Oh my gosh, this I could go to jail." Which, right. first of all, I can't imagine her in prison at all. She but, would kick butt. Yeah, but there's no way. But uh, that would happen. But so yeah, she won't be protected. And and also, I don't even know what would happen to Henry in that situation uh, nothing i mean you can't control i don't i don't really know i you can't control what information other people give to you so yeah well anyway so she ends up she has a flashback of that scene in the kitchen that we talked about before where right. he's like i don't know what will happen if you go and he he says that line i'll say it again because i wrote it, it down um when everything seems to lack integrity you find it in yourself and then he said we can change the world right for, right from where we're standing so that mm-hmm. flashback She's after she remembers that she storms into the. Well, first she Blake thinks she's counting her steps like Fitbitting, which is kind of funny. That, All right, like quick little line. But then she storms in there and waves her executive privilege and decides to take an oath. That's why. Okay, so she when she sees this, you know, we'll talk about this in just a second. But what prompts her to do that is when she sees the picture of Vincent Marsh being taken Take down. down. And I think what what made her be that way is because he never stood up and said anything. He never right. stood up and said, this is the truth, this is what's happening, because that potentially could have saved his life. Could have gotten him killed Definitely even sooner. Could have. could have saved a lot of lives. Georgia's. Exactly. So I think her seeing that, you know, we're like, why did she see that? And then all of a sudden think that. It kind of just hit me that she saw it and was like, no, I need to stand up and say what is right. And it's so true, you know, Henry says later he's like there's like a lion there's no point in defending the truth the truth is the truth the truth is like a lion lion. you put it out there and it defends itself (laughs) or something it's another one of my favorite Henry quotes I didn't write that one down but I'm gonna go back and I'm sure it was pretty accurate I did write down truth is like a lion so that's good I'm glad we talked about that I hope you drew a picture (laughs) by it too I didn't, but I'll go back and do that. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. And we'll we'll go ahead and talk about that really quickly before we talk about her oath. Yeah, that quick little storyline with um, Paul Daisy. Daisy passed along um, a responsibility to Blake mm-hmm. of they're replacing the Marsh's portrait mm-hmm. with one of James Madison because of the speculation around the whole coup and his involvement or right. lack thereof. No one really knows. So it's just, it's just bad for optics. Right. And so they have to get rid of it. But the problem is, is that no one wants it. Do people know about his, like he definitely was involved. So do people know that he for sure was? I don't or know if it was for sure. It's just like how it looks. No, he was for sure involved. Daisy says, or uh, Juliet says at the end, she says he was involved in the. Well, coup I know, but like the- to the public, oh, oh, what okay, I mean is it. that like it, there was some sort of. I just think it's like optics. Like I don't think people know one way or the other, one hundred percent. But I think yeah. it's just like how it looks. Okay, and that speculation that's there. Okay, and um, but no one wants this portrait, and they can't just get rid of it because that's against the law as well. Right. So um, and just kind of sad. In yeah. General. So Blake is stressing about it. He can't find anywhere to take it. None of the museums want it, mm-hmm. and eventually. He has to go to Nadine, and he was hesitant to do that just because of her history with Marsh, right? And um, you know, and he didn't want to bring it up to her, and he was just like, "Well, no one really wants this." Well, it's portrait. an awkward thing, like the man you used to, you know, have an affair with, and whatever. Yeah. No one wants his picture because of 
how terrible he was. That's really sad. Yeah. Well, anyway, she ends up she ends up taking care of it. She brings in a lawyer who handles it. It turns out he's Marsh's. He was Marsh's lawyer for all mm-hmm. of his life. Had gone to college with him, and um, he kind of reveals to Nadine that he knew everything that was going on between them mm-hmm. romantically. And he was like, "I thought you could always do better," which kind of was like. Blow the belt a little bit. I don't really know where he was going with that. Yeah, and I then think he was, was like, trying to make her feel better, but it just kind of didn't came work. off not that way. And then he was like, and now I know you're dating this guy from NASA. Yeah, and then you you said, how does he know that? Then he said, it's, um, Washington. it's Washington. I guess word gets around, and she was like, oh wow, everyone probably knew about this, yeah. and she thought it was the secret mm-hmm. this whole time. Um, so that brings us back to so. She sees that portrait being taken down. Right. She decides to go interrupt the. Um, the committee hearing and um, she gives this speech about, you know, she just tells the whole truth Mm -hmm. and says, Henry is someone that I've vetted for the over 20 years or Mm -hmm. 25 years or whatever it is. And um, that she needed to work with someone she trusted Mm -hmm. because if Marsh, Marsha's death was a murder and it was an inside job. You don't know who you can trust. Exactly. There were times where she had good reason to suspect everyone. You know, she even went kind of above and beyond to really investigate her other best friend, Isabel. And she even said, you know, I put myself in harm's way to, for for the name of this country and for national security. Exactly. And so she's, I mean, done so much and we know that as viewers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we'll testify on her behalf as they need us to. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Yeah, I'm prepared. (laughs) Um, but at the end she, she says, so, you know, I would do it all again. Mm -hmm. And she says, thank you. And then she's like, never mind. You're welcome. And then just drops the mic and walks out. (sighs) Yeah. That was such a good (laughs) moment because it's so true. It's like, okay, you're going to arrest me because I told my husband this information by the way, my husband helped me with this information, but also by help by telling him this, I pretty much saved your life. Right. So, mic drop. That was yeah, good. that was awesome. And was so fun. then, but then at the end, that's when Henry talks about truth is like a lion. And but Mike D comes <laughs> out and kind of brings them back down and says, you know, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but they're planning on filing charges. Right. And so it's still a big, it's still a big deal, but. You know, we don't know at this point whether or not they will. Mm-hmm. And is it until later, um, President Dalton informs her that they're not going to press charges, that th- she has like an 82 or 83% approval rate in the country, which is kind of right. crazy. And they said that it was a good idea that she did it. Yeah, and that they, they understand her motives behind it. And so all is well in Madam Secretary land at the end. And that's when they go in here, what we talked about with Juliet. Yeah. Later. Um, so anything else on that, on that storyline? I think that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, it saves the day as usual. Well, it was a little, you know, I didn't ever think that she was actually going to go to prison. I kind of thought that's how they were going to end the season Season one and and then pick up. And then season two be like how she's going to get over. Okay. Well, we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that in predictions, but the last, um, storyline of the episode is this whole Stevie mm. situation. We'll end on a I Stevie liked, note. I liked the Stevie tonight. Or I liked the Stevie situation. I think that is the first time I've ever said that. Yeah. On this after show. I agree. Yeah, we we give her a lot of, you know, we give her a lot, a lot of, of flack. flack. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, and I mean, I stand by it for the most part. Yes. One thing about Stevie that I did like about this episode is how she, when they're having their family meetings and Jason and Allison are saying, you know, we're so over 
our mom being secretary of state, right. like when can you quit your job? Not being supportive at all. And Stevie steps in and defends her. Yeah. And that's what we wanted to see her do pretty much this whole season. So finally she's come around and is on her mom's kind side. Of out of nowhere. It a little bit. But yeah. I mean I guess she under like sees the how serious it is. Like mm-hmm. she her she could legitimately go to prison. Right. It's not unlikely that that could happen. Mm-hmm. And um and so, but she, yeah, so she defends her, and I think that's, and not to mention she has broken up with Arthur, her boss, who she probably should have never dated in the first place. Yeah. Um, because of how it would look for her mom's job. Mm-hmm. And I think that she genuinely likes Arthur. We see, like, when they're in the copy room, she's flirting with him. She definitely is. Like, yeah. you don't you talk can to tell someone. She's into him. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't seem like she broke up with him because of anything relationship wise. It was right. strictly because of who he is and who her mom is. Mm-hmm. So, and how it would affect him and his kid that he has. Yeah, because he's like 87 <laughs> years old. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, so anyway, so we see that. And he's just, and Arthur says, please don't flirt with me. Mm-hmm. This is hard enough. He really likes her. Yeah. And even when this whole trial situation is going on, he texts her, checks up on her, says, I'm here if you need me. Mm-hmm. And um, meanwhile, Stevie goes to a White House Dinner. She has Harrison Dalton's date, date. and she looks great. She comes she down in that little glittery dress, and um, she says that this is just a diversion tactic mm. um, from any bad publicity that Harrison could be getting. Um, she would rather about them his talk sobriety about the two of them than, than his, his sobriety. sobriety. And did that come out in mm. the press? Okay, so that hadn't come out yet. Not yet. And did the whole family know about that? Like Steve, like Allison. And I them? that's just, what I was concerned. That's what I was confused about. Yeah, is when she flat out said that in front of like Jason, Allison, yeah, and everyone else. I thought it was just gonna be. Um, I thought just Henry and Elizabeth yeah. knew about it. So I don't that's know, what I thought I too. Guess. But anyway, so she says it, and she says it's just you know, a way to distract from what he's been going through. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, after the, after the dinner, he takes her, he, well, he is in the back of the car and he tries to kiss her and mm-hmm. she pulls away and he says no. And, um, it seemed to me like in that moment that she really didn't want him to. Me too. That's what I, that I she got didn't that vibe. Like, I think sure. that Arthur was still on her mind. And, yeah. and later when she gets the text from Arthur, she then texts Harrison I think he. I don't. I think she genuinely likes Arthur. I don't know if she genuinely likes Harrison. I think it's just a distraction. It, the, I was going to say the same thing. It seems like she just kind of texted him to get Arthur off of her mind. Right. I think so but too. But then, but so she gets in the car with Harrison, and you know, pretty much balls him like a tiger. She really does. <laughs> Quite intense. For seeing, we haven't seen anything tonight. like that on this show, like especially with one of the kids. Yeah, because it's very like different mm-hmm. from what the tone of the show is. Right. But I mean, they're like going at it with the meanwhile, partition. Yeah. Down. Meanwhile, the partition's down, so the drivers are like watching, and it isn't until you know she kind of like rolls on top of them that they <laughs> closed it. And I was like, wow, they should have closed that when she got in the car. Yeah. That seems but, a little more logical, but it's TV, I guess. But yeah. So, but I don't. They didn't do much talking, but she does say that he can, he's someone that she can talk to about this kind of stuff because he's on the inside. He knows what she's No one going can through. really relate like he can. Mm-hmm. And I think that level of comfort was what she was looking for. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and he's her age. Yeah. So there's that. 
and they he's make cute. a cute little couple. They do make a cute couple. All right, let's get into some predictions. Yeah, for season two. That's my prediction. Now, you're after Buzz TV. What? TV and Harrison. Uh, I predict a little insect prez kids baby. I mean, like that's how they. I, or maybe they're doing that to make us think that because that would obviously be a huge shakeup for everything. You yeah. know, president's son, madam secretary's daughter have a baby. But I'm also like, I don't know if that would happen. I don't know. That's like a, that seems too dramatic for this show. The show like, is crazy dramatic, one, but like dramatic in like a political way. I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, that's my prediction. I think that's a good prediction. <laughs> What's yours? I don't know. I kind of, with Stevie, I feel like, I don't know. I don't think this Arthur thing is over between, but I also, I think it makes sense for her to date Harrison. Yeah. But on, but on the Henry Elizabeth thing, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think that she would potentially be vice president or maybe president? I don't know. I mean, I think that Dalton wants her... If if that were to happen, I don't think it would be probably for a couple of more seasons. Yeah. Because I think a lot of this next season will probably be about the election. About for Dalton. Like, about right. him running for president again. Um, and he wants her to be his secretary of state. Yeah. I mean, vice president doesn't... Doesn't really have the obviously same Obviously, they're duties. second in line, but it's kind of like the secretary of state. Like, they're the one... Getting yeah. the stuff done, you know? The, so, I don't know. Well, now at the end of this episode with this finale, I agree with you that it didn't really quite feel like a finale. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did on some levels just because we are ending on a clean slate here. She's not going to prison. Yeah. You know, we're coming into this re-election. So, I mean, I, it really could go so many different ways. That's, it, that's what I was going to say. It's a total clean slate. It's not like it's not like the typical show where you have a cliffhanger. It's going to be who knows where it could start off. And I yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, me too. Minus well, the baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, where can we find you on social media, Miss April? Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Wissenhant. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. And, of course, all of us at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this season. We will see you in season two. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.